Welcome back to the Cinema Cult Network. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we have a very special episode today. We are doing our top five Stephen Kings for October Scarefest. Um, I've brought this up before on the podcast that every October we do Stephen King movies, but I guess that's not true. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not. It's um, fake news. We've talked about it. I think we did it one other time before. We, we did We did uh, like Night Flyer season one. Yeah. Yep. I think season two was like a little bit of a break. Okay. And then we had Christine and Maximum Overdrive on like year three, I think. Year three? Okay. Wait, yeah, it was, it was uh, Maximum Overdrive and Christine were the same year? Yeah, okay. yeah. It was like a back-to-back episode. Yeah. And Jason X. Yeah, Jason yeah. X. Because that was the other Stephen King adaptation that we did. Yeah, covered. we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember what we did for year four because I think that was like Bride of Frankenstein or something. We did all sequels? It, you're asking the wrong person, man. Like, I don't. Oh, I've already this, thought of this game with this Matt. This is episode one, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to do this game. I thought of this did. last night. So I'm going to do this game where I'm going to read off 10 movies to Matt. Oh, and yeah. I'm going like, to say, it's going to be called, Did We Cover This? Yeah. Oh, that's really, actually, yeah. That's a really good game. I think I, I think I know most of them. I, see, I I would feel like you would because, you mean you edit them, so I feel like you would know them. Yeah. Um, Catalog I, them a lot. I feel like I can mess with Matt Ted. So. I think so, too. Dude, because, yeah, I, I mean, I talked about it... Uh, I think it was last Halloween how I didn't realize we covered Bordello of Blood. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, "Yep." I don't even remember watching that with you guys and talking about yeah, it. Yeah, because I thought about how yeah, cool because yeah. I thought about how cool it would would be to cover it. Right. And then right. I realized we already did. One of you guys informed me that we already covered. That was it. yeah. It was recently we talked yeah. about that. Um, Listen, do we do Long Kiss Goodnight or Last Boy Scout? Long Kiss Goodnight, but we surprisingly we haven't done Last Boy Scout. Nope, we have not yet, and we should have done that. That's that true. may or may not be a Christmas movie. I'm not sure. I've never seen it. We should contemplate yeah. it for this Christmas. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas, so we have not done like a special episode since Christmas of last year. We did our top five holiday movies. Yeah. Which we filmed outside, which was freezing. The cold. Um, yeah. This time we're in a, a a nice warm garage. This is a safe space. It's a safe space. It feels so much better. Well, so, we were doing COVID regulations. Yeah. So That's we why did, we did we it outside. Out the, we did six feet away from each other. Yeah. is before any of us got vaccinated, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, so we were really trying to push it. Like, let's do this outside by the fire. And the fire did nothing. It was miserable. No, it's a great end, episode. I think by the yeah. end, it was like a single twig keeping us warm. And then we're just like, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. You, don't even, you can't even tell there's a fire in the no, actual, like, no, video. No. Uh, no, you could see, like, the, the light on our face. Oh, really? That's really about okay. it. Um, so this is kind of our sequel to that because we were back for another top five, as I said, Stephen King adaptations. Uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into this. Okay. Um, I'll start off with my number five, Honto number five, Matt, and we'll go through our fours. We'll count down that way. All right. Are we doing honorable mentions? I okay. So one? I was thinking you get one honorable mention. Oh. Because boy. obviously you could say like ten movies. Like I like this one. I like okay. that one. Yeah. I'm sure we're gonna talk about these other movies during the top five. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's go ahead and start. My number five is Night Flyer. Oh wow. I think I was actually surprised I put this in my top five. Yeah. But and I haven't watched it since we did the podcast four years ago or five years ago. Six years ago. Was it that almost long? six years That's ago? Insane. Uh, what a creepy movie though. Yeah. And it's hard to find. Uh, I guess the DVD copy that's out there is like really bad, and it's got like a delay and it's blurry. How did we watch it? It was streaming. Was it, it streaming? Yeah, it had to have been streaming. It? Yeah. Because okay. I don't think we own on we don't own on DVD. So yeah, it was definitely streaming on probably like. I want to say did Netflix. We wa- did we watch it on YouTube? I don't oh, think so. We may have watched yeah. on YouTube. Well, I was talking to Chris. Like, we were ironically talking about Nightflyer this morning and uh, how cool it would be to get a hold of a VHS copy of it. But the VHS copy goes for like 70 bucks or something like that. No, no, seven. Seven yes. bucks. We so when I collect like the VHSs, like I try to stay in like the $1, $2 range. But I remember when I found that one, it was like, Seven or eight bucks. Oh, you did yeah. find it. Yes. Oh, no. What were we talking about? We were talking about something else that was $70. Uh, oh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Yes. <laughs> retail. With, with Mickey Suggested Rooney. retail oh, price. Oh, no. We were talking about this earlier. You were talking about the um, the Judd Nelson movie. Oh. Um, uh, oh, the, Vice Versa? No. No, that's Judd. <laughs> Reinhold. The, <laughs> it's not the Dark that, Backwards? I think I know huh? what you're talking about. Is the it The Dark it? Backwards? The Dark Backwards. Yes. Oh, is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's like, you should see the cast on this movie. Bill Paxton and Judd Nelson are the main characters. Okay. This sounds like a Tales from the Crypt episode. It looks like one. Yeah, I'll show you the cast when we get yeah. done, because I'm like, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's like Laura Flynn Boyle, oh, okay. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, uh, Billy Bob. Is this pre or post uh, Tombstone? I think it's like I think around it's that time. It, it's like early, early 90s. Okay, yeah, so. okay. 
But anyways, um, sorry, Nightflyer. No, but yeah, Nightflyer. Um, but how cool it would be to watch on VHS. Yes. Yeah, that would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like if we wa- we probably watch the standard definition version of it wherever. Yeah. It was probably, probably VHS quality. It like probably VHS was. rip or yeah. whatever. So. Uh, but solid movie. I remember earlier in our years, Miguel Ferrer was kind of our mascot. So. Yeah, yeah. And Miguel Ferrer is awesome in everything he's in. Yeah, I think he's a great presence whenever he shows up, even in blank check. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was just like truly like when he was around, he passed away. I think when we started the podcast, I think it was afterwards. It was after yeah, a little bit after, a couple years after. But like that guy is awesome every time he comes on screen. Uh, whether it's like Twin Peaks or uh, crappy movie, but um, Deep Star Six. Okay. Yeah, like he's still yeah. great in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's giving it his all, even that movie is awful, but. Uh, he yeah. does a good, yeah. He does a good job on the. I know this won't be on our list, but the stand, the TV yeah, version of the yeah, stand, yeah, does a good job on that. Yeah. And that's the thing. As much as I, I like Nightflyer, and I think it's very creepy, it's yeah. got a great look. I think the monster's creepy looking. Um, the, the mood, the tone, everything is great. But if Miguel Ferrer hadn't been in it, I think it would have lost some points because just watching him is. 50% of why the movie is so good. Okay. I like right. that it's his role. Yeah. Um, so let me ask so. you then, why is it not like higher on your list? Like, what's Why is it at a number five for you? Because it's good. I don't think it's amazing by any means. Mm, okay. But I think the rewatch value is there. Mm-hmm. I watched it as a kid, got creeped out. We watched it a couple years ago, I creeped out. I'm ready to watch it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it's an amazing film by any means, but it's definitely one that should be talked about. Okay. So nice. That's my nice. number five. Hanto, your number five. So I told Matt that it's like, I'm kind of improvising my list. Uh, okay. Because I... Super busy. Are you just going to copy mine? Yeah, like, I think so. <laughs> so, Nightflyer is my number five. No, it's, um, I'm going to say The Mist is oh, my number five. okay. Uh, I saw that uh, in the theaters on a whim. I didn't know anything about the story or whatever the premise. I just knew it was kind of like an isolated whatever. And I was entertained throughout that entire movie. Yeah. And I think partly because of uh, it being a Frank Darabont. Yeah. Who, like, he's like the guy that should just be adapting all of these movies all these adi- uh, Stephen King adaptations, mm-hmm. he should just be the guy that does all of them. He, he retired. Some... Oh, he did? Yeah, is he, he, he retired. Is it because of The Walking Dead? Uh, that was the last thing I think he did was Walking Dead, all that, because he just and, won the legal, like, right. Yeah, I saw that result. The, the legal recently. battle over it. Like, he won that. Like, yeah. Based, um, and, yeah, he just said he just retired. I think he retired on that Mick Garris podcast. Oh, he announced, it, he announced it on... <laughs> That's where I saw it. Okay. And other other than that, like I never heard anybody else reporting it. Okay. Um, he didn't I didn't even know what his it. last movie was. It's been some years. I honestly don't even. I I think it might be Walking Dead. I was just the last thing that I movie wise might be majestic. No, I think it's the Mist. No, the Mist is no, yeah. The Mist is the Mist yeah, is like I think the Mist is the last one. Mist is two thousand seven yeah. or two thousand eight. Yeah. It is yes. Majestic then, is like two thousand one. And then yeah. Walking yeah. Dead was um I think it's twenty ten because it's already eleven years old. Okay. The show's already 11 years old which okay. is a bummer because it doesn't seem like with him retiring it doesn't seem like he's retiring because he's like oh i'm just getting old yeah he seems like he's retiring because he's tired like, of the business i think he's pissed yeah I think he's pissed at the business i think he screwed him at that whole amc debacle i don't blame him because that show was great over. until they got rid of him and then they started doing everything wrong yeah and yeah. i think uh you could tell just to sum it up all the actors that he's like paired with in those in all the movies like uh laura holden yeah laura holden and uh, some other one of the other actors, they got like killed off the show like right after he basically really? resigned. Okay. So, yeah. but to go back to the mist, uh, it's a great like I love isolated horror movies or just isolated movies in general, whether it's like Die Hard or Solemn Priest in Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, but this is just like another just great isolation horror movie, even though the CGI is pretty atrocious. Is it? It's pretty bad. Okay. It's like I don't it know. was it was even bad like two thousand seven. You know, I haven't watched it in a long time. I just actually got done reading the book yeah. this, this summer, um, and it's insanely close to the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The ending's a little bit different, but oh, it's... the ending's completely different. It is. I yeah. mean, it's different, or it's the same. I think the movie extends yeah. The, yeah. the ending pretty much. Yeah, the ending, because I, I remember Stephen King, not that I was there, but Stephen King went up to Frank Darabont after he watched it, and he's like, why did I not think of that ending? He's like, that's genius. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the ending is different. Um, and then what will I wrap up on? Uh, so, I need to check out the audiobook. You read the book. I want to yeah. check out the audiobook. The audiobook uh, incorporates binaural audio. So, it's all like that surround sound. Yeah. Oh, so, I want to like check that out. I can't remember if it's readily available, but there might be a copy on YouTube streaming, I think. I saw it one time on vinyl. 
Oh, uh, really? Like six years ago. Oh, I think I saw it too. Yeah, it was like 50 bucks. At a, at a half price? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was at a half price. Yeah, because yeah. I thought it was the Miss soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, and it was the audio recording. Dude, so I'm assuming that's what you're kind of cool. I'm surprised yeah. you guys didn't buy it. What a fifty dollars opportunity. Oh, missed yeah. missed opportunity. Oh. Missed opportunity. Yeah, cool. But no, uh, this is solid. I've yeah. seen it like five or six times at this point, and every time I watch it, I am like amazed on how great it is. Like it's yeah. solid. It is Thomas awesome Jane is like um, kind of great in it, and I feel like even like Andre Brow, uh, Andre Bauer or Brower, okay, Brower, uh, who is in like um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's also in uh, Glory, but even for his small role in the movie, yeah. he's actually like really awesome in it. Yeah, yeah. everybody that's in it, yeah, acts their butts yep. off, and it's really, yeah, They're yeah. It's one of the most tense isolation movies I've like I can think of. Yeah, I think it's more tense than like The Thing. If yeah. I had to pick the most tense isolation movie, I might go with Buried. Oh wow. Yeah, oh, that one's yeah. that's claustrophobic. I mean claustrophobic. Yeah, that yeah. one's and I I, and it I haven't watched it counts. in years. Yeah. I'm sorry. It technically counts yeah. as an isolation movie. Oh yeah, 100. percent yeah. yeah, it's yeah. It's just weird you say it that way because I'm always thinking like isolation is like a group of people trapped. Yeah. Not a single person trapped. Yeah. 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 Um, so, mine yes. is uh, buried alive with Tim Matheson. Dude, that's mine. I want to watch that movie. <laughs> I I feel like that's probably a podcast. I, I haven't seen it in. That's Frank Darabont. Is it really? Speaking yeah, up, yeah. To wrap it up. Okay. That's a Frank Darabont movie. Mm. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, and I don't remember anything except for the ending, and the ending creeped me out. Yeah. So yeah. I would like to watch yep. that again. Yep. So, all right, Hanto, your number five was The Mist. Matt, what is your number five? Okay. Two thirds of Just, this movie is a perfect Stephen King adaptation. Okay. All right. Cat's Eye. Mm. Cat's Eye is my number five. Mm. Uh, the two thirds, it's three stories mm. with a wraparound story. Wraparound story is fun. What is, oh, it's the it's, Hansel and Gretel, right? It's like, no, that's Tales of the Dark Side. Oh, oh, yeah. It's Drew Barrymore and she's like trapped and a cat's like wandering around. There's always, she's like a mannequin or something, right? It's is like it, her face keeps popping up talking yeah, to the cat. There's a segment where it's like on the streets, I think, and it sees on a TV where it's like Drew Barrymore, like, hell yeah. Me. It's an okay He's wraparound. like a mannequin. It's, it's Hollywood yeah. for mannequin. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't know. I can't do a Hollywood impression, but <laughs> do you have to out with Hollywood? <laughs> for the movie Mannequin 2? Yeah. I've never seen it. Is Mannequin, Mannequin 2? On, no, it's the first one, right? Mannequin's on patrol. Is that Man- the, second, <laughs> the second one? Yeah. Mannequin's on patrol. But like the, the two I'm talking about are Quitters Inc. Okay. That's and the James Woods. That's the James Woods one. Quitters Inc. and The Ledge. That's the, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but From, he's Stryker in Airplane. Yeah. Yeah. And they're fantastic adaptations of two really good short stories that are in the the uh, the the book Night Shift. They're all, they're really like to the point. Quitters Inc. gets like the comedy part right. The Ledge gets the suspense part right mm. with each short story. But it's the third short story that just isn't very. What good. is the third short short story? She's got like it's like a gnome. Yeah, she's got like gargoyles or gnomes or something oh, in her I, in her bedroom. And, and they we were, like we were talking about this because this yeah. reminds me of trilogy of terror. Yes. With Karen Black. Yeah. This, it, it's like the similar, like, mm-hmm. like there's a gnome or whatever in Cat's Eye, and then there's like a evil doll. I don't know what they trilogy. are. I can't remember. Like, off the, it's, a, it's like a jester, right? I've it's only got like seen, the jester hat. I've seen the two-thirds of this movie several times over, and then finally, like, I, I think I've only seen the last third of this movie once, and I hated it. Mm. And I was like, wow, they really messed up the movie. I cannot this. remember if it's any good. I, I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything from it. Yeah. So the two, yeah, the two, I don't want to say the third one's bad. I just don't remember it. The two I'm talking about are perfect, and I would say that it would be a well-rounded, perfect Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Is if that third movie would have been the graveyard short story, the graveyard shift short, short story, oh. as opposed to the graveyard long movie, graveyard shift long movie. Yeah, because the. The graveyard shift is a short story, yes. so they could definitely and night shift. They could definitely. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's night graveyard shift. shift is a short story. All three of them are short stories in night shift. So if they would have done that, it could have been night shift. Yeah, and it could have been Quitters Inc., um, The Ledge, and Graveyard Shift. Okay, but instead okay. they took Graveyard Shift and they make a full movie Feature out movie. of it in the '90s. Yeah, and it's not. And that one's not very. I good. I fell asleep during that. I mean, we talked about this on the podcast, but I fell asleep, yeah. and I don't know if it was the time of day or whatever, but it was not really that exciting. Yeah, it. Uh, but that is my favorite Stephen King short story: is Graveyard Shift. So if that would have been like condensed to a short little like uh, anthology mm. with Cat's Eye, it'd have been like mm. perfect movie. Nice, perfect okay. Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen thirds. in a while. But yeah, those yeah. two stories are solid. Yeah. 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 So yeah, two thirds is my choice, which is okay. a really weird number five pick, but right. okay. I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. 
All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our number four. Uh, my number four, I, I'm going to go with Misery. I've not seen it in yeah. a couple of years, but Misery is a solid film. Okay. I watched it, I think, last year. Okay. Yeah. It's it's good. It's great. Yeah, it's really, really Kathy great. Kathy Bates is a phenomenal. That's movie. actually, like, I would consider that almost a, except for a few parts where it leaves, but that being kind of an isolated uh, Yeah, I'll give you movie. that. Yeah. Because he's basically confined to the bed the entire time. Sure. The only time you ever leave is when you see, like, the sheriff and his wife, I think. Yeah. And that's really the only time. Yeah, I'll count that. Uh, directed by Reiner. Carl Reiner? I was going to mix it up. Yeah. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Yes. Carl um, did um, Back to School. Yes. Yeah. And Rob also did Stand Prince, By Me. Yeah. Yep. So this is, yep. Yeah. I don't know if he did any other Stephen King. Oh, wow. Two adaptations by... Perfect yeah. adaptations. Two, I, well, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm going to say perfect, but I've never seen Misery. Two adaptations okay. with one Reiner. Yeah. Which is like the Back to the Future. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really um, good. Thanks. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> you've not seen Misery. Uh, no, it's like... That's mi- surprising. That is very surprising. Misery and Dark Half... Because we just watched Dark Half last night together. Yeah. Um, but uh, Misery is like one of the few that I, Stephen King's that I haven't seen and I haven't read the book for. And I wanted to read the book first before I watched the movie. So Which I, is I've odd kinda, because. I've held off for years watching it. Misery, you haven't seen at all. Yeah. And how many times have you watched Sleepaway Camp? Uh, in, at least last, like, in the last six years. Yeah, in the last six years. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I've seen it about five or six times. I was going to say. Since yeah. we've, the first time we've watched it on the podcast. <laughs> it was the first time you ever watched it during the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That was the wow. first time I ever yes, watched it. Yes, it was because in the episode we were talking about like if you could guess the ending by the end of the, oh, yeah. by the end yeah. of our watch. Mm. So that was the first time you saw it. So you've seen it six times. Yeah. You basically watch it once a year. Yes. I recommend it to people and I watch it with them. It's a great movie to watch with people. Chris Dude. bought it. Uh, on that shell factory sale like last year, year. yeah, uh, about yeah, about a year ago because you were living somewhere else, yeah. And we wa- I watched it again like before, like that is truly fascinating, yeah. <laughs> but misery, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about misery. Misery is solid, yeah. Um, I think Kathy Bates. I mean, I think we talked about this. I think on the Night Flyer episode, but we talked about uh, <laughs> it's weird. We actually go through our uh, our, our favorite adaptations. Okay. On that episode, but we talk about how awesome uh, Kathy Bates is on uh, in Misery. Okay. Oh, okay, she basically deserves the Oscar and all that. And yeah, she, she did think, get an Oscar for it, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's won like a couple or whatever. Yeah, but, she got um, one for that and one for Waterboy. Oh, oh yeah, good sense. for her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely kills it. Honto, <laughs> uh, you're number four. I will say uh, Salem's Lot is okay. probably my number four. Okay, and uh, why? Uh, <laughs> sorry, there's like I saw cre- the there's, there's, I saw it there's, too. there's creepy crawlers in this uh, <laughs> in this location. Um, no, that is a genuinely creepy movie. Um, I remember catching it. I think probably on. I feel like it was a TNT uh, joint. Characters that, welcome. No, it's drama. It's like oh. we do drama. Oh yeah, we love Johnny, Johnny drama. drama. Yeah, yeah. victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was I like um, it was always like a two parter. I think so. It was yes. either on like. Back to back or one night after the other. I can't remember how they, what it was back. Are you about the Rob Lowe one? No, no. I have just clarified. I have have seen it, and that was also a two parter. And that was on TNT. That was a TNT. So I think that was a TNT production. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but everything about the atmosphere in Salem's Lot is like just flat out creepy, and the the vampire design. I feel like people haven't really done this in a long time. It's just the way like the eyes look on screen. It's just genuinely just kind of creepy. I don't okay. So I've not seen the movie in years. I remember digging it, and that's the only thing I remember is the way he looks. Yeah, yeah. And it is. It is. It's awesome. It's like I think they show like the little brother, or is it the friend who's floating outside the window? The yeah. brother. The brother. And well, the brother. Show, yeah, yeah. It's, it's David Arquette. It's, it's the same. Yeah. He's like Pike. You're floating, in. dude. Yeah. <laughs> go home. Yeah, go home. <laughs> um, and then they show um uh. It's I think it's Jeffrey Lewis is Juliet Lewis's dad, who's in oh, that yeah. that uh, rocking chair. Yeah, and he had died earlier in the movie, and then like they hear creaking upstairs, and then I'm like getting terrified, <laughs> recounting this. But uh, they go upstairs, and he's just sitting in the. Uh, I kind of remember this. He's sitting in the chair, and his eyes just open up, and they're like the glowing. Yeah, it's just like really, okay. really okay, cool. cool well, I'm excited. So I just bought this. I'm excited to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, the remake, not really that good, and really? they change a lot of stuff. Okay, closer to the book. Is it really? Yeah, like because he doesn't look like Nosferatu in the book. He, 
walks around and talks. Yeah. Like the way Rucker Howard does in the. Yeah, he's uh, just like a dude, right? Yeah, he's just a dude. Yeah, which is all. I think that's really cool. Yeah, but the Nosferatu is also really cool. Yes, because the way the uh, the scene where he crashes through the window, it's oh super yeah. Cool, so uh huh. Then also uh-huh. a phenomenal director. The more the older I get, the more I really appreciate him as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's been popping up. I feel like for me uh, over these last couple of years, we just did uh, Texas Chainsaw Two. Yep. And um, and we did Texas One. Yeah, we did Texas One like maybe four years ago or yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. Uh, Toby Hooper's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen every movie I've seen from him is an awesome movie. Yeah, I've only seen Poltergeist, Texas One and Two, Okay, Fun House, and Salem's Lot. Yeah, we just saw Fun House. Uh, that was great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's so, my yeah. number four. Cool. Good pick. Good pick, Matt. Your number four. My number four. Uh, this might be the only one on my list that I haven't read. I thought you were say you haven't watched. Yeah, this might be the only one I haven't watched. I might be before. my number four. Maybe. So, uh, and this is a recent one. I picked Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was kind of shitting on this movie and shitting on this idea when it came out. So I was like, oh, sequel to The Shining. I remember when they announced the like, book, I was the same. Yeah. Because I was like, that book's perfect. Like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to read anymore, you know? Um, and then we got to watch the movie, all of us together, uh, a couple Halloweens back. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I love the mix of how they were able to do a sequel that's like, a, an adaptation of this book, but they're kind of doing like a pseudo sequel to the, the 80s Shining as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of kept in line with the um, the the Kubrick yeah. adaptation. Which basically. I think is like they do the same aesthetic throughout the entire movie. It is fascinating yeah. how well they're able to mirror the shot style and just like the overall look. And the mood. And the mood yeah. and everything. Uh, but I think it's just, I think it's a really cool story. And I think uh, the acting is really great. But I think I was just so taken back by it um, that I immediately, and I think all of us will agree on this. We got done watching it uh, that first time. And we all were like, we want to see the extended cut. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. we were all like, I want to see what's in it. I like, still haven't rewatched it. Yeah, we yeah, talked haven't watched about it yet. I haven't either, it. yeah. But um, yeah, I just think I was just yeah, I, it was a surprise hit with me. I will, yeah, um, I will say uh, I saw that in theaters uh, when it came out. Actually, fell asleep thinking that it may have been bad, but then when I actually watched it in its entirety, I was like, oh, this movie's like actually really awesome. So wait, it looked better with your eyes open? I think so. Yeah, I hmm. discovered stuff about movie watching. <laughs> if don't don't do this, but no, do this. When I saw it initially, I thought it was just like, oh, this is a boring movie sure. or whatever. And sure. Then, I think the yeah. the part of the movie that makes it so good because Hugh McGregor is my favorite actor, and I think he adds so much to it. Just his yeah. presence, like, and not. I mean, kind of going with the Nightflyer thing. Like, you throw anybody else in there, like an average Joe, it might not have been as good. But I think his screen presence, at least to me, um, every time he's on screen, I'm interested in what he's doing. Yeah. So, yep. um, fun fact: I did not know this. There was a list, and it was like, oh, I can't remember what the list was, but it was something along the lines of like. Scenes in movies that take you out of the movie or look really bad or whatever. I watched it too. Yeah. I it, just watched it the other day. Did you, okay, I can't remember what the list was called. Yeah. But it was when, um, I cannot remember the guy's name. Uh, who's the guy? Are you talking about, are you talking about the same list or are you just jumping? Yeah. Uh, it, um, uh, what's his name from E.T.? Yeah, I can't think of oh, his name. Oh, um, Henry Thomas. Yeah. Henry yeah, I Thomas kept thinking C. Thomas Hal. Yeah, Henry Thomas plays... Um, Jack. Jack. He plays Jack Nicholson's yeah, yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack not, Torrance. I think it was fine. I yeah, I, I thought he did a good, like a decent job. I was yeah. like, dude, it is really hard to imitate Jack Nicholson. And I was mm-hmm. like, if that's the best they can do, I'm fine with it. It yeah. didn't ruin the movie for I me. I was totally fine out. with it. And then, yeah. yeah, what was the list? Do you remember the list? It was just performances that, like, aren't very good in movies. It was something, yeah. It like just good movies were good movies with like one performance that wasn't very good. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was goofy. But, it was something um, goofy. Yeah. But yeah, you said you did or did not read Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Dr. Sleep might be the only one on my list that I haven't read. Okay. Um, but like, I do want to read it, mm. but I did, I was just, yeah, it was a, such a surprise hit with me. And, um, I was very into the story. I did not feel like it was as long as that runtime was, I was like, yeah. "Oh, this is." And I can say, I can say from uh, being a Stephen King reader that I was like, "I'm, I'm thinking this is like this feels like a Stephen King book. Like it feels yeah. well adapted." Mm-hmm. So um, even though I haven't read the book, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels yeah. like it. Yeah. It felt like it was a Stephen King, uh, well, a good Stephen King adaptation. It felt like his words were there. Okay. 
Nice. Well, speaking of Stephen King, my third one is a Stephen King movie as well. Um, my third pick oh, that's is cool. yeah. What are the odds? My third pick is Christine, John okay. Carpenter. Um, oh, I think. Okay, so I've read in articles before that people were like, "Yeah, this is lower tier on John Carpenter uh, for his filmography." I disagree. I think this is definitely my top five of John Carpenter movies. I think this is one of his best shots. Um, I love. I wouldn't say it's what. I, I mean, his, the score is really good. Yeah, it's actually this score. I mean, my mind's all over the place. This score is the Take one time. that. Slow down, Chris. Slow down. You got this. This score is a score that got me into John Carpenter. Okay. Um, okay. Oh. I used to study to it all the time. Yeah. And I absolutely love the score. Um, it's like when you're falling asleep, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I'm studying. Duh, okay, okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, I just think this is one of John Carpenter's best. Yeah. Um, Matt's told me about the differences between the book and the movie. And we talked about it on the actual mm-hmm. episode yeah. that we recorded. Which is like really awesome. It sounds so cool. And we brought it up that uh, the past owner of the car is actually in the back of the car throughout the book. Is he in the trunk or is he sitting in the back seat? He sits in the back seat. Okay. And then like the part where he kills the, uh, the bullies. Yeah. He gets out of the car out of the front. He chases him down and gets out of the car out of the front seat. And the guy basically gets like scared to death. Oh. Like he can't take like That's what cool. he's seeing. Like, cool. and cool. it just scares him to death, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but this would probably be my top five spot. Okay. Uh, if, but I wanted to talk about Cat's Wait, Eye. Top five spot. Oh, it would be this. Top yeah, five, okay. this yeah. would probably be my top five spot because okay. it's a like it is a really solid movie. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know what he thinks about it. Um, oh, actually, I do. I watched. There's a video, and I'll send it to you guys later on. Um, and it was all this like behind the scenes stuff. It was a it was like a short ten minute video that, and it was stuff I had no idea about this movie. Um, but did, do you remember anything from the video as far as I'm saying that he did not like this movie? I, you know, I don't know. I don't either, so I don't want to say. Um, <laughs> yeah. I went full circle on that and said absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a, a solid movie. I think it's... I personally, I love the uh, the effects that they did with the car, especially when it starts reforming. Yeah. It's like the one of the coolest shot uh, yeah. scenes in a Stephen King adaptation. And it's just cool seeing it in John Carpenter movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I have no problems with that movie. Um, top tier Stephen King for me. Anto, you're number three. I will say, sometimes they come back. Oh, okay. Again? No, that's... The second one? That's, uh... You think the second sometimes one? Sometimes they come back for more. I think that's... There's a, three of them, There's right? like three yeah. or four, I yeah. think. Uh, no. Uh, and I feel like the movies that I pick are ones I watched as a kid. Okay. And that's kind of like, I feel like kind of a boost in, that got me into like horror movies or whatever the premise of this movie is actually kind of uh kind of terrifying because it's all about um like 1950s greasers uh basically killing the main character's uh brother like in a train tunnel i think is this the tim matheson one yeah 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 speaking of tim matheson he's getting a lot of uh he credit this, air, uh, air time tonight a lot of air time we got uh, he's our new mascot we have some of this royalty uh checks um <laughs> But uh, Van Wilder checks are running out, <laughs> um, or up the creek. Um, there we go. Uh, but yeah, like the the concept of them coming back is kind of cool because it's like Tim Matheson's character like kind of recognizes recognizes them, but doesn't at the same time. Okay. It's kind of weird. But uh, when it cuts to like what they really look like, uh, is crazy. Like, the scene is crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, when they break into the house, is that what you're talking about? No, it actually happens, I think, in a car when they oh, yes. the bully and they, like, reveal themselves. You're like, yeah. oh, my God, yeah. this is crazy. Because they're just, like, charred. Yeah, they're charred. They, like, yeah. I think one is actually, like, a skeleton. He's like, yeah. Oh, like Daniel Stern? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got <the> hair, <laughs> he's got the hair still, but it's, like, just a skeleton. Probably. That's I would say that's one that's better than uh, the short story. Yeah, because they do... And we talked about this, but like the they do like a whole ritual and yeah. everything, and then there's like Satan involved. Yeah, he does stuff. a whole ritual in a classroom to get rid of him, and it's yeah. kind of like it's more. I, I I would almost like it's kind kind of funnier. Yeah, but I like the tone of that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just the idea of them uh, driving around this this like uh, old old fifties car, kind of stalking the students in the school, and then he's just trying to figure out what's going on. It's kind of mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Um, have you seen it in a while or I watched it um just a couple years back. Uh there's a really like pristine edition of it on YouTube. Okay. Um 
So I put it on just to fall asleep to, but I've watched it in yeah. its entirety a few years ago, and I remember yeah. liking it. I remember actually catching this, like, because this is a TV movie, I think. Mm. I remember catching this, like, I think the premiere. It was a Showtime movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I've always heard that it was a TV movie, but it's a rated R movie. And oh, yeah. That's why it's, I was like. It's, it's like a really violent R-rated movie. Yeah, and that's why I always kind of, when I watched it the first time, I was like, how was this a TV movie? Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. a really, really good-looking movie. Yeah, it's really good. That has a killer poster. Yeah, that poster's awesome. Which I was like, even more, I was like, wait, how is this a this TV got, movie? This got like a lot of like money towards it and everything. Yeah. Like, why does it have a poster if it's a TV movie? Yeah, I don't know. I think I, TV movies still have posters. No, I mean like, but it had well, like I, a, it had like a cinematic looking like yeah, poster. like with the with like the a, credits at the bottom. Yeah, it wasn't like a magazine poster. Well, yeah. maybe sometimes things were happen, or sometimes things happen where they just they just decide to not take the chance of just dumping on a, a well. I, I think too, in like, um, like, and we'll talk about like Salem's Lot. I, I, I'm not saying this is the same case, but it could be. Was that they released it in Europe as That's like a, as a standalone theater movie? Yeah, because that was the way of Salem's Lot. There's a cut. There's a TV cut, and then there's like the 100 cut minute cut you have, I think, right? And it's like that's yes. the that's the theater release in the UK. Was, you got me confused. Yeah, they released it was a TV film over here in America, yes. and then it was a UK release theatrical cut oh, version okay. of okay, it. Okay, I follow you now. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't a TV movie mm-hmm. over in the UK. Oh, I didn't know. That. Okay. Yeah, so it might be the same case with sometimes they come back. Was it was a t- it was a Showtime movie here, but overseas it was a theatrical release. That's possible. So, yeah, it's very possible. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm just. But, uh, but regardless, though, it is a very solid movie from what yeah. I remember. Yeah, good so, pick. Yeah. Matthew, what is your number three? Nightflyer. Ooh. Yes. Wow. Another nice. one that I think is a better better adaptation okay. um, than the short story. Okay. I know I've read it. I do not remember, though. Um, but it's like, I mean, we talk, We did a whole episode on it. And I, I tried not to talk while you talked about it, but I think it's an awesome movie. Uh, it's, a, it, it's definitely the, is it the only one on my list that is a single short story? I think so. Uh, but they extend on it. They extend on a short story and make it ninety minutes. You know, they okay. make it ninety, a ninety it's, minute. It's movie. a good ninety minutes. It's a good yeah. ninety minutes. Yeah. And it's like uh, Miguel Ferrer plays like the best bastard. Yeah. That yeah. like in that in that mm-hmm. film that's on screen, and uh, they try to give him no remorse, which yeah. is even better. Like, which I feel like they try to make a lot of Stephen King characters, like especially like leads, more like. Uh, uh, you feel like remorse for him, you know, mm-hmm. um, or you like him, yeah. Or the writers, mm-hmm. but this, this one is like he is a piece of yeah, shit. He is a massive they, piece of shit. It's a like a it's a ninety minute Tales from the Crypt movie, is what exactly. it is. That's where you put it. Yep. Yeah. Yes, and uh, uh, coincidentally, his character uh, pops up in I think a different book, Stephen King adaptation. Okay, or not adaptation, but Stephen King book. He uh, interviews uh, Johnny Walker. Is it Johnny Walker from Dead Zone? Okay. Uh, John Smith. John Smith. Yeah. Is John Smith? Yeah, it's Johnny John Walker's a scotch. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm just thirsty. <laughs> I'm so scotch. thirsty. <laughs> um, he, I, I he, didn't realize that. He interviews, I think, um, Johnny uh, when he wakes up from the coma, and then I think he ends up shaking his hand and sees like a premonition. Oh. Oh, would be cool as shit. And I don't know if it happens or not. If he sees the premonition of the Night Flyer, yeah. that would be kind of cool. That's awesome. Dude, what is, I what was, is this in? Was that what is this in Dead Zone? Dead Zone. Oh, in now. Okay, yeah, you were the saying, character yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard Deeds, I think. Okay, he pops up in that book as like one okay. of the, like in the hospital, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He um, shows up in. But like ending, dude. The ending of this movie is I love. Great. I I, I just listened re-listened the episode because we just reposted it. Yeah. But uh, the scene where he finally sees uh the the face. Yeah. That acting by um Miguel Ferrer. Is so awesome. Really? Okay. Yeah. He's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's awesome because the way they shoot it, I think, is from the perspective. It's like a down angle of, or like a high angle shot of him, like seeing the face. And it's just like, just like seeing crazy, you know. Dude, it's a good looking vampire. Yeah. The, the one tooth vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that they spoil on the poster of the movie. Yeah. Which is that. like a really great scare because the jaw opens up real mm-hmm. wide when you see it for mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. 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 That's a, um, not made for TV, but that was like an HBO or I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Was it? yeah. But yeah, no, Nightfire is solid. Um yeah, it's weird. So like well, sometimes they come back and then this. I bet you if you looked it up, they do have box office numbers, but it can yeah. be one of those things where 
they put it out for a week or two just to say it was a theatrical release and then they just, you know, throw it on yeah. um, HBO or Showtime or something like that. But no, but solid movie, solid movie. Uh, number two for me will be The Shining, which we have talked almost an hour. Oh, I know what your number one is now. Uh, that's the worst, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just talked The Shining like nonstop on our very last episode. The one uh, yeah. previous yeah. to this. Yep. So if you want to hear Shining, go to that. But um, yeah, Shining is, I actually watched it again after we did that episode. It oh, did on, you? It was on TV. And I was doing something. I just ended up watching like 20, 30 minutes of it because I was kind of like, yeah, I was like, this movie, every time yeah. I watch it, it's like watching it for the first time. It hooks you. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so that's my number two. Shining. I've been, oh, going, oh, yeah. Connecting to The Shining. Uh, I've been watching, I had mentioned him on the podcast, but the Collative Learning, it's a YouTube channel. I've been like diving really deep on I'll have you. theories. It's like really cool. Really? Just the way okay. he dissects the. I like fan scenes. theories. Yeah, I, I like that kind of I stuff. I do too. I, I do remember too. when we did The Shining episode. Like when Matt was bringing up the whole like, uh, is it real or not? Is it real yeah. or not? Like I, I was getting defensive because yeah, it's my favorite horror movie. But um, it is. I love fan theories. I think they're a blast. Yeah. Especially when you're like, oh, I never really thought about it that way. Like, like I think it's really specifically neat. in this video in this one of his videos. It's a focus. It's entirely on the elevator, the blood. Oh, cool. Uh, he points out that something falls out of the elevator. It's not. I have read, and it's just like a chair. It's check it out. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's pretty right. cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, that's my number two is The Shining. Anto, what is your number two? We will go with Stephen King's It. Okay. I like that adaptation a lot. Miniseries, I'm assuming? Yeah, okay. miniseries. Okay. Uh, it's one of the first adaptations I saw uh, that I actually saw premiere. I think it was on ABC back in the early 90s. Characters Welcome? No, it's, oh, okay. um, <laughs> we're owned by Disney. Oh, that's, that's their line. That's, that's, <laughs> that's line. Um, but this movie made me so afraid of uh, storm drains. Yeah, it was just like growing up. It was just like mm. awful. Every time I'd see one, it just terrified the hell out of me. Yeah, um, iconic, iconic. And yeah, Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Tim Curry is iconic. Yeah, um, he's just. I feel like they missed so much. I like the the it chapter one. The newer one, mm-hmm. big downhill uh, in quality in the second chapter. Uh, I think that the clown is way better in the the '90s miniseries. That is way more terrifying than what they do in the the newer movies. Basically, yeah, I like both, but I do prefer. They're both Curry. different. Yeah, yes. they're both kind of different interpretations of it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like they don't do any of the cosmic horror in the '90s miniseries. Yeah. Uh, they kind of hint at it, but not as much. Um, but yeah, just something about that version uh, just scared the crap out of me uh, when I was a kid. And I like the chemistry between all the actors and the um, children and adults in the, the 90s miniseries. Yeah, I think that, yeah. I You know, I'm, I think I'm more with Chris on this. I, I, I enjoy both of them. I don't think I love either one yeah. more. Yeah. Like I like the ideas that the theatrical movies that we yeah. got, they extended it, so we got like you know it's a big ass book. Oh, it's it's a doorstop crazy of a book, and the miniseries kind of doesn't give you as much. No, they condense it. I mean, there's so much you can't adapt that into a movie. No, you have to do episodic. There's no there's no way. Either like one season's focus on the the kid, even though in the book it's a mix. It's not just halfway. It turns into adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a mix throughout. But I feel like you would have to adapt into like a two season. Um, That's why. But whatever. I also like the theatrical movies that way because like the first one's just them as kids. In the theatrical? Yeah. No, it's half kids and then half Is it? half adults. I I thought that was a TV version. It was half kids, half adults. No, no, it, it can't be. Wait, because they didn't do any casting on the adults until after true. they did the first yeah. movie. Wait, in because the, they didn't. Oh, announce, like, oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. think we're talking about miniseries. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the gotcha, miniseries gotcha. is yeah, yeah is yeah. the way the book is actually yeah. laid out. Yeah. But that, I like the theatrical one, that first movie for the theatrical because it's just the kids. Yeah, yeah. It's one of like the best kids horror films. Yeah, I think it's actually pretty legit. It's yeah. just that that second movie makes it kind of like the rewatch value kind of decreases. The Tim Curry one? No, the, the miniseries. The, sorry, the, I'm just trying to stand. Yeah, sorry, theatrical. Yeah. Um, it kind of decreases in that second because the second one is not really that great. Yeah. The casting's really good. Yeah, casting's um, cool. Yeah, but and it still has a great look. But um, yeah, something yeah. just is a miss yeah. in that movie. Unfortunately, so, I think it's, it's honestly. I brought this up when we talked about doing that. Is that 
the way Tim Curry plays that role, and it's the way he looks too. He's very sardonic. He's very yeah. funny. And that's why it's creepy. And yeah. the problem with Skarsgård, when he does it... It's just scary. He just looks scary all the time. He's got, like, the cracks oh, and yeah, the pain. Yeah. yeah. And, so yeah. you never see the two sides playing out. Like, so yeah. when, like... Because it's terrifying when Tim Curry is, like, making jokes and then his mouth turns into fangs. Yeah, yeah. But the Skarsgård's always creepy looking. And he's his always eyes, like, never like, thought about that way. his eyes are, like, looking in different directions yeah. or whatever, yeah. and he's drooling or whatever. But he looks... I mean, if you hate clowns, yeah, it's all, oh, it, yeah. it works for you. But I'm just saying it's like he's always scary, so he always looks like a monster. It's a yeah. it's a thing we talk Very about that point. the reason why monsters aren't scary is because they don't look like human beings. Right, 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 right. Because you're immediately your mind when watching like a werewolf movie or something like that, your mind says like, Oh, that's a monster. But when it looks like a human, it's scarier because you can see that like there's like a all of a sudden it like uh, the, it like gives you some sort of gravity. Which is why like know? um American Werewolf in London's like so effective. Yeah. Because you're like with David, the main like the main character, you're with David for like that good hour until you actually get the werewolf, and when he suddenly changes, and you're like, oh, this guy I've been like, like I like up until this point. You're like, oh my god, he's fucking terrifying. Yeah, and it's why like the Freddy Krueger movies, like Freddy Krueger's scary in the first two. Yeah, but by the time you get to like Cracking three, jokes. he's like joking and stuff. He's a monster. He's not human anymore. Yeah, he's just a monster, and it's yeah. more fun than it is yeah. scary. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's not a bad thing. And I remember with the miniseries of it, um, a lot of people don't like the second half. As I like it. Half. I do too. Yeah. I mean, the second yeah. half is fine. I remember people saying the ending was weak, which they said that no about problem. the book. I think everyone's always I mean, said yeah, that about I like the book the, too. I like. I think the book is phenomenal. They make Except that joke for that one scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's not great. But they make that joke <laughs> in the sec in the movie. Oh, where they yeah. meet Stephen King and he's like, oh, he's like, you're really, you're. He meets the author. Yeah. And he says like, hey, you're really bad at uh, endings. Yeah. And like that's the joke. That's a Stephen King joke. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So they bring that up. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's solid. Movie. I haven't seen it in years. I it definitely does. I need every watch. That for that sure. opening shot with Georgie is, I would say, an iconic, even even for a TV miniseries. I, I might say it's done better in the newer version. I don't know. Really, that was brutal. I remember oh, walking yeah. into that movie. Oh yeah, and yeah. having the first ten minutes, like, oh, this movie's gonna go that route. I, was like, I, yeah. okay. I saw, I saw it with a buddy of mine, and I had just finished the book, I think, and when it happens in the the theatrical with the arm. I looked, looked over. I was like, "Oh my god, they did it!" Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it was brutal. like very surprising. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's rare to see that happen on screen. But like, I feel like it should. I'd be kind of disappointed if I went to the theaters to go see it, and it's like another PG thirteen adaptation where, where it's like I paid yeah, money for it off screen. You just <laughs> yeah. hard cut to the funeral. It's like, well, yeah. we missed Jordan. You got to do something different. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but my number two. Yes. Yeah, we're on two. My number two is Salem's Lot. I think it's a better movie than the book. Yeah. I like the book a lot. I do. But uh, I love that Nosferatu vampire. It's cool. It's, it's really cool. I did a list recently when I was like, I made like a, a list of my favorite vampire movies, right? And I was like, I listed like, oh, the, which one's like my favorite universal monster? Which one's my favorite? My hammer. Uh, which one's my, like, which one's the set, the, my favorite sexy vampire movie? Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, what's the scariest vampire movie? And that was really hard for me to like think about it. Salem's Lot, I think, is the scariest vampire movie. You guys are really building this up because, like, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Probably, it's yeah. cool. It's yeah. there's really, stuff I mean, in that movie that is just awesome. I mean, like yeah. the floating outside the window. Yeah, you brought up uh, what's his name Jeffrey coming Lewis. back from the the dead, sitting in the chair. Yeah. The way his eyes are glowing. Yeah, uh, when they stake the vampire at the end, and uh, the kid is sitting with his back to the crawl space. And in the shadows, you see all the vampires starting to crawl oh, towards him in the crawl space. I don't yeah. remember this. It's just, yeah. And it's got the best jump scare. Probably one of the 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 rare jump scares that I can account the first time I ever saw it. I can't remember. I think I was like eight or nine. We we uh, My mom bought it on videotape. It was the UK edition. Oh, is, it, videotape. The, is it the jump scare? Yeah, the jump scare yeah. in the movie in the jail cell. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. you first see him as Nos, like the okay. Nosferatu yeah, vampire. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, like, yeah. It okay. is. Okay. All right, I'm um, excited to watch this. Okay. And then uh, James Mason's The Faith. Striker. Or yeah. Striker, yeah. That's just a cool scene. Yeah. And I will say, there was a, um, I caught it on, there was like a BBC website or like a BBC audiobook website somewhere a couple years. They since pulled it down. But there was like a six-part uh, audio drama of Salem's Lot where it does it all in like, it's like 40, oh, 40 okay. minute episodes basically. Okay. 
where they act out their sound effects, there's music and all that stuff. Really, really cool. Really? Yeah, if you can track it down, really, really cool. Cool. Uh, um, drama. They are in the process of doing Jerusalem's Lot, or they are doing Jerusalem's Lot right uh, now with Chapel, uh, with Chapel, Chapel, Chapel Wait. Yeah, which Jerusalem's Lot is a short story, Night Shift, yeah. and it's the precursor to Salem's Lot. Yeah, um, I've, I've watched the first episode and a half. Yeah. I like it so far. I just never think to watch it. It's, I, just, it's on a, it's on epics or epic oh okay so yeah. it's a weird channel but aj brody's cool seeing him in stuff like yeah i feel like he's not really mm-hmm. popping up in stuff lately um and then there but there i think i don't have the like i'm 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 going off memory here yeah. but they are doing salem's lot again yeah yes i, I think really, um, but i can't remember who's in it it is actually uh i can't remember his first name but it's bill pullman's son playing ben mears uh okay. he is oh. the hotel clerk in Bad times at El Royale. Okay, we just oh about yeah, this. we okay. did just talk yeah. about this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now so I he's playing Ben Mears. Um, I'm on board because he's cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that actor. I didn't realize. Was... I can't remember who else is in it though. But that's okay. like the the standout is like when I realized that uh, I was like Pullman. That's like the same same name as that guy. I was like, oh, it's Bill Pullman's son. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and like they're kind of doing all this. They're doing really cool adaptations now with Stevie King. The only one that was weak was the Pet Cemetery one, I believe. That was that we so about. weak. That was and weak. but they're doing it again. It's right a now? prequel. It's all. It's, it's a about um, oh the John Lithgow's character. Um, oh, I, I can't. Cannot think of his it's name. Fred Gwynn. Yeah, yeah. it's about, it's, 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 a, it's about him as a younger man or something like that. We so. don't oh, see okay. it. The coolest part of that movie is him talking about how there was a previous uh, dad that brought his son back, and it was cool hearing that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah at least it could that's be in the book or whatever. Yeah, but. it could be cool. Um, are you good on your... That's it. That's okay. all I got to say for Sam's Lot. All right. Let's go ahead and do a couple honorable mentions. Um, no more than four. Um, oh, man. We well, say, we went from one to four. I'll say I'll say a couple, I guess. Okay, go. What you got? Uh, Outsider. I really like that series. Yeah. The, the miniseries. That was going to be my honorable mention yeah. as well. I really, really enjoyed how it kind of unfolded. I knew nothing about it going in. I haven't read the book. Uh, but I like that they... Um, I just like seeing Jason Bateman play against type. Um, I think yes. They, I think he was an executive producer. Uh, director, too. Director, I think, of the first episode only, I think. I think he did a couple. Maybe. But I yeah. He did. Um, and then um, I can't remember names on the podcast ever, but it's the main uh, bad guy in Rogue One. He's also in Ready Player One. It's the main bad guy in Ready Player One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a pl- Ben. Ben Mendelsohn. Ben, yeah. Yeah. He is excellent in, uh, I will recommend, Animal Kingdom. Australian movie, mm. but uh, he plays against type in Outsider as the main protagonist. Usually, he's just a bad dude in in movies, but he plays the main protagonist. Okay, uh, the detective trying to figure out what's going on with these killings. Um, okay. But yeah, I think that's a solid uh, HBO miniseries. Yeah. Um, Shawshank Redemption, Stand by Me, and. I think that would be almost like those are the ones that aren't horror related. That's why I try to avoid the horror ones. Okay, yeah, so I, like the I non-horror the ones. Non-horror. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I tried to. I only tried to pick uh, non-horror movies for this, but yeah, <laughs> Green Miles. It, it, it really didn't great. work. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one I feel like is kind of supernatural though. Isn't yeah, it? it's the only one in there that does like kind of. It could fit. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. kind of fit. Um, but yeah, I try to avoid Shawshank because it's great. It's great. And Stand by Me also great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, so. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, like, off the top of my head, because mine was Outsider. I think Outsider is great. Ooh, here's one. <laughs> 11-22-63. Oh, yeah, that was on my list. Okay. Yeah. The ending's okay. Yeah. But everything but, building up. But yeah. everything building up is pretty awesome. Because I think like, it's it, a really well-spun story. I think it opens up with James Franco uh, at the diner or whatever. He sees Chris Cooper, normal, and then, like, literally the next day, he's, like, dying of cancer. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, what the hell? And it's because he had time traveled. And basically the back and forth was like messing with his like DNA or his, uh, yeah. His, uh, his health is deteriorated. Interesting. Going back okay. and Check forth. it out, man. Like yeah. you haven't seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's just it's, the opening. It's not spoiling. Yeah. He's That's just, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just the beginning. But okay. it's a, it's a really, uh, fun story as it kind of unravels. Yeah. Because it's basically, you know, I think I can change history is like yeah. the concept. Yeah. And then you see what happens. That's cool. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, honorable mentions, uh, like The Mist, Doctor Sleep, love both those. Uh, Carrie, I should have put in my top five. Really? I haven't, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, we watched it last Halloween. 
That is so much better than I remembered it. Yeah. It is so well made. Yeah. That prom scene is so well. That's I, that is iconic. It is. That is an 100%. iconic scene. The split screen is so good. Yeah. That's a that's a yeah. De Palma, you know, staple. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Is it diopter? Yeah, diopter shot. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, okay, talking about this, all the major horror directors have done a Stephen King movie. Toby Hooper, John Carpenter, um, George Romero a couple Craven times. Never did. But Wes Craven's never done one. That'd been really cool. So here's kind of a, like my question for you: Which Wes Craven Stephen King movie would you have loved to have watched if he got to adapt any of them? That's a really good question. You know? Ooh, I don't know. I I, I mean, like, because it's really weird that he never adapted one. Yeah. Yeah, but like even De Palma did a, one too. So it's like all the horror greats. Cronenberg did one. Cronenberg, yeah, Cronenberg did one, and yeah. um. Yeah, that's so, a solid question. That's a that's a tough one though. I don't, I don't know. I have to think about that, and then maybe like ten episodes down the road. But like, yeah. remember when you asked this a year ago? And yeah, because like, yeah. I think it's Tom McLaughlin who does. Sometimes they come back, right? Oh, I'd have to look. I, or no, Tom is it Tom Holland or Tom McLaughlin? Tom Holland's a, a person because I think he's both done. of them are people. I think I'm Tom sure. Holland. I'm, I'm Tom sure Holland yeah. is. I'm sure there's somebody out yeah. there named Tom McLaughlin. Tom Holland Isn't Tom did, Holland uh, Spider Man? Uh, that's um, uh, Tom Holland. That might be Tom Holland. I think that, Tom Holland did a Spider-Man. Hold on, hold on. But what? I think, but yeah. I think Tom Holland did um, thinner. One of them did um, the original Child's Play. I think. Oh, um, yeah, that might be same person. That's yeah. Um, Keep talking. Yeah, I'll look um, it up. No, you're fine. Can, can I talk about stinkers? Yeah, stinkers? Um, I'm trying. To, yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, it was, sleepwalkers. It was. Oh, Tom you Mc, did. It was Tom. Uh, Mc, it's Tom. Mc, I, I thought it's McLaughlin. McClelland? McClelland? It's M C L O U G H L I N. Okay. 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 He also did. Uh, yeah, because I know because he did. Um, I don't know. Friday, I don't know where you're. You're going down a rabbit hole. And I don't know what you're. Tom McLaughlin. He also okay. did uh, Friday Thirteen Part Six. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And what else did he do that has to correlate with what we're talking about? It. Uh, no, I'm just saying that's. Uh, that's who did uh, some, uh, sometimes, sometimes they come back. Oh, okay, that's good. Okay. But I think that's the Wes Craven one that had been a good adaptation. But now I'm saying it because I didn't. I like I said earlier with my number five. I wish uh, Graveyard Shift had a better adaptation. I'll give that to Wes Craven. Interesting. Interesting. Wes Craven's my... really good at balancing. I was gonna say he's really good at Supernatural yeah. via Freddy and Shocker and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to go with. Like, but that. with also like straightforward things like people under the stairs or Scream, he's really good at that as well. Or Red Eye. So I think yeah. he could do either type of genre within the horror field. So I don't know. I have to think about that. It's a really solid question though. Yeah, it's tough. The Langoliers. I'll just say the Langoliers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay with that. They they were sleeping. So there there you go. There's a sleep correlation between. Nightmare on Elm Street. And yeah, because he does, like, if you look at it, his movies are about, like, supernatural, like... Entities uh, or, like, beyond the realm of... Yeah, like, they kind of, like, invade yeah. real life. Yeah. So, like, a lot of Wes Cravens are that way, you know, minus, like, mm-hmm. the sli- like screams and stuff. But, okay. like, okay. it's, like, supernatural invading mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh, reality. So, it's, like, I would have to pick something that would be in that kind of, like, that yeah. group, yeah. you know? I love that question. That's probably one of the best questions. Right? So if you come up with it, I mean, we're going to do another episode after this. Uh, Just like interrupt and just like, just tell us, hey, Langoliers. Right? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But that, okay, that's, but yeah, that was my one question. That's all, that's all. All right. Hanto, and you said you had some dislikes? Oh, yeah, I had mentioned Sleepwalkers. I watched Sleepwalkers for the first time this Halloween season. Yeah. That could have been good, but there's too much comedy and one-liners throughout the movie really just makes okay. it cringy to watch. Okay. Uh, I also watched Thinner for the first time. That movie was incredibly difficult to watch. Really? Yeah. You're being You're very gentle spoken right now. Like you sound like you're like you're trying to calm oh, yourself. Could we we're just talking about like, Wes uh, uh I'm trying not to get upset about these. We we're just but... talking about uh Wes Craven. And yeah. He's a very <laughs> soft spoken man. So um it's but true. yeah. Yeah it's uh, those are two probably two of the bottom list of Stephen King adaptations. Okay. And two bottom lists of stuff I've watched this month. Okay. So um, another honorable mention, I I would have put fourteen oh eight. If we had a top ten, fourteen oh eight would be my top that ten movie. Really? Yeah. Man. So I even talked to uh, the other brother, and he was surprised that nobody liked the uh, fourteen oh eight. He's like, fourteen oh eight is one of the best Stephen Kings. I was like, I yeah. know. Great. Yeah. I've already brought it up several times. Graveyard Shift. I just don't like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think Graveyard Shift could do from a shorter cut. 
Yeah. I think. I have to see the runtime on it. If it's an hour and a half already, then there's no hope. But if it's a long <laughs> movie, I think there's a good movie in there somewhere. It just needs to be true. Because I remember watching that on, um, um, like, you know, Fox as a kid or something like yes. that. They play, like, on Sundays. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So Sunday matinee but, movies. So, yeah. All right. Let's go to our number one, which is going to be all the same, I'm guessing. Yes. I think all of our number one is the exact same movie. Yep. So I'm just going to say it. Let's just go around the circle and we'll all say it. So I'll start off in Haunt of the Met. My number one is Creep Show. What is yours, Haunt Creep Show 2. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. What's your number one? Creep Show. Creep Show. Mine's, okay. mine, I figured mine it was all going to be Creep yeah. Show. Wow. All three of us is yeah. Creep Show. That's, that's, that's dandy. That's great. <laughs> okay. So I know we've done I'm an, so excited for that. I know that there's is, an episode. That's just dandy. There's an episode we did for um, Dark House. Cult that was under our Dark House subgenre. And we ranked all the stories, and I do not remember what we said, but oh, let's go. Let's do it again since this is, since that was probably like okay. three years ago. Okay. Um, just off the top of my head, I'm going to say. Um, I well, don't know that's the just, names. Just, just Father's Day. Yeah. Is one. Okay. Yeah, you need to number know the two. Okay, Father's Day is number one. Number two is Jordy Verrill. Yep. Number three is something to tide you over. Okay. Nothing four is the crate. crate. And number five is uh, they're creeping up on you. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So I'm not going to do the numbers, though. No, but you do that, yeah. and then you could say, like, like, I know what you're saying, like, four, one, two, three, four, five. two, one, yeah. five. I think I'll get confused, though. So I think. Uh, whatever. I think um, I simple, simplified it for you. I'm going to say Ted Danson. Okay. Father's Day. Cockroach, The Crate, Stephen King. So I thought, ironically, at the Stephen King he's episode, the tier. he's my bottom tier episode. <laughs> wow, okay. So, yes. What about you, Hanta? Something to tide you over. Okay. Father, uh, nope. Oh, we almost had the same list. Something to tide you over. Okay. The Crate, Father's Day, Jordy Verrill, and something, our... Something's creeping up on you. They're, yeah, they're creeping up oh, on you. They're creeping up on you. So yeah, that's the, the cockroach one's your least favorite. Yeah, it is interesting. Nasty. That oh, is yeah. disgusting. It is so yeah. effective, man. That payoff at the end yeah. is like that is, like, yeah, I is. can't I can't watch it because it's so nasty. Yeah. Creep show is a five star out of five star movie for me. It's a hundred percent. Nothing is wrong with this movie. Every single short story Dude, is really great. This, so this movie, is hard to do. This movie rules so yeah. hard. Uh, so I'm gonna go with something to tide you over because I think it is just the is just a perfect story where it's so like the situation is really creepy. Uh, where it goes is awesome. It's like and one of my favorite things is when you got a comedic actor playing against type. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen playing the villain. Two comedic actors playing against. Oh type. yeah, yeah, but yeah. specifically like Leslie Nielsen, you know. But I don't think Leslie Nielsen was playing against type at that point because I think he was still a serious actor. Yes, he was still hey, a serious actor. At I don't that think point. he had done is it Airplane or Airport? I always wrote. He was in. Oh, airplane. he did it already. Yeah, yeah. Airplane was seventies. Okay, yeah. so he yeah. already did that. So yeah, and he was playing against. So yeah, and he was in yeah. uh, Police Squad, which was I think seventies. Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, he already yeah. did it. Okay, you're yeah. right. Okay. So I was thinking of you ever guys ever see Day of the Animals? No. Where he's kind of like he's it's kind of, it's the only other like real serious like he's in a lot of serious um, or like movie where he was that his which one. Forbidden Planet? Yes. I haven't, seen planet. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Prom either, Night? But... Oh, yeah, yeah. Prom yeah. Night. But, like, he's, like, an asshole in Day of the Animals. So okay. It's okay. Like, okay. Um, but, sorry, my, my ranking. Your ranking. Something Tied You Over, um, The Crate, Jordy Verrill, They're Creeping Up on You, and um, Father's, Day. Father's Day is my last one. What? Yeah. Dude, Father's Day is awesome. I yeah. actually yeah. just watched it last night. I think Father's if I Day, have to do it, Father's sorry. Day is so good. Yeah. Um, I think it's the skeleton looks great. Yeah. The father. I yeah. think the lights in the kitchen. Yep. Look great. Yeah. I, I, Dude, I, doesn't I, that shout factory transfer look great? It looks really good. Yeah. yeah. It like made me appreciate the colors in that movie so much more. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got uh, another question. Oh, <laughs> finish. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, where does the the book end fall? Oh, um, I thought about that's that. That's basically a story. Yeah. Um. I think it's so short, though. Yeah. Because you only see the beginning and the end, right? There's no, like, yeah, it doesn't pop up throughout. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it does. Does it? Yeah. Uh, just the ma it's just the comic book. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so you yeah. don't see the father or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine. I, I would put it at the end. I mean, okay. it's not, like, bad by any yeah. means, but it's not long enough to be like, I love this wraparound story. I think what I love about Creature 2 is that it's so mean-spirited. The second yeah. one? 
Yeah, the second one. You said Creepshow towards too. towards the audience. It's so yeah, <laughs> it is. Here's here's two stories oh. instead of five stories. You want to talk about a bad movie? Creepshow two is bad. It's pretty bad. Dude, yeah, the raft. Bad. I yeah. love the raft. Oh uh, yeah, the I raft still, is. Decent. I still think that's good, but yeah. yeah, it's like three. It's only three stories, right? Yeah, three in a wraparound. Yeah. Tales yeah. from the Dark Side is better because Tales from the Dark Side was originally Creepshow three. Okay. It's the unofficial right? Creepshow three. Yeah, it's a better Creepshow two than Creepshow two. Yeah, but anyways, no. But I love how mean spirited Creepshow is. Where it's like you end with like the kid basically killing his dad, and it's just like there's no repercussions. All because he threw his comic book away. Yeah, because his dad was being an asshole. Not like the ones I found in your underwear drawer. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> First time you got the dude on camera. <laughs> sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. Um, it is that, that score is my top five scores of all that time. That score is. One of the best. Yeah, Halloween, yeah. man. If Halloween came in a package, yeah. like, that movie is like it's a, it's a it, Halloween it, movie technically. It is. It, it is, is. It is an essential soundtrack. Mm. I think in a collection. Yeah, and just like even outside of Halloween, I feel like I could listen to it. But honestly, being such a fan of the EC comics, yeah. because Creepshow got me into it, and same with watching Tales from the Crypt when we, on oh, HBO yeah. when we were kids. Yeah. But being a fan of the comics, it gets those comics right so like. So well, yeah, yeah. Um, and it is like if like if you wanted more creep show, you go and watch the Tales from the Crypt TV oh, show. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know more I mean? more stories for the book, basically. You know? Yes, you because just... they do essentially the same thing. They get and you got like, big actors to yeah. play uh, these small short stories. Uh, they're kind of artistically done, and you kind of have like a crypt keeper esque skeleton monster, yeah, basically kind of guiding you through the mm-hmm. stories. So it's kind of like. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, Creep Show is yeah perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we talked about it. it had two sequels, uh, Creep Show two, Creep Show three, which I don't, I don't think any of us saw Creep Show no. three. Uh, it has a TV. It had two TV series. One that was made for the internet. Um, I never watched oh, it. Oh yeah. Um, the oh, first gross. episode starred um, Wilder Valder. I always say oh Wilder 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 Valderrama. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then um, there's the new one that's on Shudder, and I think it's season three at this point, which is hit and miss as well. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> there's some, there are some really good episodes in it, but it's I, it's I watched miss. recently. I watched the um, movie memorabilia. That was the one that I watched recently as well, and uh, the one with David Carradine. Is that what we're talking about? David Carradine, uh, or, James Remar. Oh yeah, who was I? Oh yeah, yeah, totally not the same person. Yeah. Um, yeah, Judgment Hunter's face did not like it. I find entertainment in this show too much comedy. There was a lot of comedy, in and that they one. missed the point on like the the transitions and the lighting. And I feel like mm-hmm. they just aren't missing it. I feel like it's every season gets a little bit better, and I feel like it's so close to finding its yeah, feet. Yeah, whatever. If that's a yeah, saying, yeah. but yes, um, but yeah, it, it's weird how it spawned this kind of like legacy. This yeah, you know, this movie, and um, I've got like three Creepshow figures and. I have a poster. Like it's actually played a big part of my life, and I know you guys the same. Um, but yeah, Creep Show. I'm glad it's all our number ones because yeah, you know I'm not surprised. I am, but I'm not at the same time. Like oh yeah, yeah I, it's a yeah. really good movie. Yeah. So all right, well I think it's gonna wrap up our top five Stephen King adaptations. Solid list all the way around. I'm glad we got to do this, listener and or viewer. We hope you enjoyed this because we love doing it. Have a great Halloween. I'm Chris. I'm Matt, and I'm Honto. And we'll see you next time. Three, two, one. All right. Well, I think it's going to wrap up our top five Stephen King adaptations. I think everybody had a great list. I'm really glad we got to talk about this. Uh, listener or viewer, we hope you enjoyed this because we enjoyed doing it. And I also hope you've had a great October. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Hot too. So that'll wrap up our Stephen King top five movies adaptations. Yeah. Um, solid list, everybody. I'm glad we did this. Um, thank you so much for listening or watching, however you're uh, enter- enjoying this. Um, we also have three, two, one. All right, so that's going to wrap it up on our Stephen King top five adaptations. Uh, I think everybody's list were pretty solid. I'm glad we got to talk about this. Um, listener or viewer, I hope you enjoyed this because we really enjoyed talking about this. Oh, yeah. I hope you have a great October. Had a great October. 
just finish it. <laughs> Jesus. I hope he's as outtake because that'd be like that. Your is. reaction just knows. Dude, that. you're like so close and you keep trying to add bonus features on. There's like little <laughs> asterisks that you keep trying to add on to stuff. You're like, oh, this is the beginning of October. It's the end of October. <laughs> My favorite October moment. Oh, wait, hold on. That's I'm not, I'm not mad, I'm Chris. I'm mad at all. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's happening again. Right. One of you and me and Chris were both Robin Hood from Prince it. of... You're delaying it. Oh, sorry. Get it Three, right. Three, two, one. <laughs>